0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Little Victories. In this week's episode, Corn and Pierre feel grateful about the recent warm weather. They talk about the quirkiest videos they enjoy on YouTube. Then Pierre makes a big announcement about an upcoming holiday trip. And finally, they share some memories of visiting that friend that would always have a pantry full of candy. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, Pierre.
0: Hello, Cornelius. How's it going, my man? Doing great sunny outside just had a nice walk that's where you you feel like uh your human body is responding correctly to to the world mm. it's like you have sun hitting your face and you feel yeah. like now i feel good yeah Everything, it's working my body yeah. me as a human being is doing fine because i respond to external <laughs> elements
1: your muscles aren't frozen anymore. Like you can feel, like you can you can walk and jiggle around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Also, you have a nice place uh, to take a walk uh, at because you live right by the river.
0: Exactly. So it was just Similar a, to me, a nice walk al- along the the river. Then went to the city center, just purchased coffee, mm-hmm. and then I used this uh, dot scooter to ride home with the wind. Ah, fun my face a lot of fun just a lot of, lot fun. of fun ah great. great perfect way to start the weekend
1: yeah yeah exactly um what about you well i went uh, i went outside to uh this morning went for a little run also by the river and it felt exactly the same way it felt refreshing i felt like i could run forever because it's just warm out again and uh it's nice out. It's just it w- the sun was just like a blanket, like a warm no, nice amazing. blanket on me. It's amazing.
0: Um, happens every year, but that first warm day is yeah. like seasons so
1: good. are seasons are underrated. <laughs> yes. Like if you live in California, you just have summer the whole time. I feel like it's nice, but is it nice forever?
0: Yeah, exactly. You have to go through the shit. <laughs> Yeah. To the November period. Through the suck. Yeah. And then now you just see like a ray of sunshine and you just feel it. Tomorrow I'm going to have a barbecue and mm. this like just fills me with joy. Ah, oh, perfect.
1: Um, let me ask you something. Tell uh, me. I want to know, and I'm going to explain after what I mean by this question. Um, is there a super quirky thing that is completely like outside of your normal life that you really enjoy. Let me give you an example. I have nothing to do with uh, arts and crafts, really, like crafting shit. I don't do it. Mm-hmm. I love watching um, Japanese woodblock printmaking. All <laughs> they <right>. they <laughs> They take a piece of wood, they carve it out, they use it, they put color on it, they use it to print on paper, and they make uh, pictures with it. And I enjoy watching it on YouTube so much, it calms me down, I don't know, Um, that I, it's, it's so out of the ordinary and has nothing to do with my life, but that's like one of the quirky things I really enjoy, and I don't tell many of my friends about it, but I can... I can, like, brag by saying, well, I know what ukiyo-e in Japanese means because it means woodblock (laughs) printmaking.
0: I think there is nothing shameful about that. Um, Ah, But I'm I'm glad you are sharing it with me. Mm. Um, So what does it look like at the end?
1: Um, It looks like... Well, it looks like a print. It looks like a simple print, sort of. It is not simple at all. Like the technique that goes into it is super um, well thought out and difficult to master. But well, you know the, the the pic the picture or the painting, the wave. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, that sort of style.
0: Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
1: By Hokusai, by the way, that's also something I know because I watched. Shout those
0: out for uh, to Hokusai if you Sh- are. Shout out to my to my man. <laughs> if you are listening, <laughs> Hoki. <laughs> doing C- the continue wave. D-
1: continue doing <laughs> your shit. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs>
0: um. Well, now I feel I think much more shameful uh, to talk about mine Ooh. because uh, I actually have a list. Of all the little rabbit hole that I follow on YouTube, uh, with like this weird thing, I can name already. I think three, which are pretty weird.
1: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I guess one? Yeah. And go for if it. I can, and if I can guess it correctly, if the one I have in my head, I guess correctly, and is within those three, it doesn't count because it's too big already. Is okay. one of them one of those three? Is it Marble Olympics?
0: No, it's not. Ah, okay. Okay,
1: okay. Well, then
0: go. That's a very good guess. Uh, marble Olympics, for people who do not know, <laughs> it are, is a very high-produced show on YouTube where a guy from the Netherlands uh, make uh, Olympics but with marble. And you have different teams, you have different coaches. Um, it's great. You have a commentary on it and you can just follow it. It's every summer. Marble Olympics, great fun watching with friends, and you'll see, you'll uh, you'll you'll pick a favorite, and you'll start shite- shouting at your TV, uh, "Come on, <laughs> gr- Green Ducks, <laughs> Green do Ducks. something! <laughs> They're the best." Um, so I will answer your question by saying that uh, first quirky thing that I'm into, I'm watching a lot of. Uh, metal detecting
1: videos? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like the little like the guy that has like a stick with a little plate at the end?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: No way. Yes. So I did not know that about you.
0: There is one particular guy on YouTube that goes into these fields <laughs> oh, you- <laughs> where there, there was like a, in the US like the, uh, during the Civil War and this like yeah. oh this was a place where like there was a big battle mm. so they will do like metal metal detecting there and they will find like old bullets and like a old like equipment from the soldier from the civil war era and they will always find it and i think it's kind of i don't know soothing to just uh watch the you like in this big nature and then you just have that guy with that uh Metal detecting thing, and it's like beep, 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 beep. Oh, I think we have something here. Take the shovel, <laughs> look, it's a bullet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, he's like the guy for it. There's like on YouTube, if you have like a quirky thing, like a rabbit hole, there's always one guy that is super successful with it. He's the guy that is super successful with it.
0: Um probably in that aspect yes because you, then you have an, another branch which is like people that are on the beach and i try to find like gold watches and like jewelry and stuff like this but i'm not mm. really enjoying these i feel like no nah, fuck them boring no, those, yeah, yeah those like. are the
1: scavenger types we don't like those yeah. that's not honest work
0: i i, I like the, the <laughs> historical <find> <laughs> aspect of it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like that would be a real job to go to like a battlefield and like just dig out the bullets that would. Oh,
0: apparently they are hired by uh, by some uh, historian sometimes to do some uh, to do some research, um, and that's exactly why I'm I'm watching these, of course. Yeah. Um. That's a good one. Apart from that, there's one which is called uh, lock picking. Mm. So it's just—it's really what it is. It's just. <laughs> Locks. Uh, a guy who film himself lock picking locks. Um, Wait,
1: you showed me this. I think like uh, it's not always like classic locks, but sometimes it's like um, like boxes that get opened in different ways. No, it?
0: this is something different. This is a, a ah. some
1: guy who uh, opens a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, puzzle. Ah, okay. Not the lock the picking
0: thing. is just like that's a community itself. Like there mm. is like um, passionate people who will build their own locks from, like, different Mm. parts. And then they will send it to that guy, and that guy will start the clock and see uh, how fast he can open it. Uh, And then he opens it completely, and then he describes, oh, that's a very good trick. He did that little, like, indentation in the metal, which means that when I go with my lockpick, it's a bit more difficult. And this one, you see there's a little spring there. Which means that if I go too hard, it will like collapse the entire thing. So it's super precise. It's super zen. Like it's just like you see a guy opening a lock. It's beautiful. Um, mm. Huge community. Like we're talking like millions of views every single video. Crazy. Just a guy with like hairy hand just opening <laughs> locks.
1: <laughs> like a super close up on the hands.
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, yeah of course.
0: <laughs> And for the last one, man, I, I, I don't know. I have so many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this one, I'm, I th- I think this is probably the the one that I'm the least proud of. Uh, this one I stopped watching because I feel like, Pierre, this is getting so dumb. You just should stop. <laughs> um, I watch for time a lot of... Uh, how would you call it in english like the the machine like the claw, claw machine you know when you go to an arcade uh, place like people with the gla- grappling hook that yeah, just yeah. go down and take a little uh i don't know plush toy something yeah you have people oh, again huge community who just go there with like so much money and they just like say hey let's see if i can catch that one And you just (laughs) look at the guy filming himself and, like, uh, using the claw machine and getting all kind of cool price because he's very good at it, apparently. I don't know.
1: (laughs) There's some people that are just the Michael Jordans of the claw machine. (laughs) (laughs) You can be expert
0: at anything, folks. just have to find your little uh, rabbit hole on YouTube. But I d- I didn't know about those, man. I wanted to make, so before we did our fantastic Little Victories podcast, I had an idea where I would review all of this quirky thing on YouTube with this mm-hmm. very specific community. And each week I would review one and say like, okay, like for today we just discuss the claw machine videos. Yeah. And uh, that's still a, a, a project in the making.
1: Yeah, you can still do it.
0: Yeah. Patent it, I said here this is a
1: well, maybe I'm gonna steal the idea now, <laughs> but then I would do it with like way less uh, enthusiasm as you because it, you really <laughs> get hooked by those things,
0: <laughs> yes, it's like a drug every time I see a, someone with a passion and just, uh, just i'm i'm yeah, i'm interested
1: doesn't that make you sad how like teachers wasted our potential because like if they were just a little more engaging and super into their topic and subject we would be too yes or is it only like lockpicking like cool magician shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I feel you can do it with every, anything really yeah yeah, yeah definitely Yeah. Oh, well that's mm. uh, the magic of youtube but also uh it's a curse because you can just like spend days and say like all right
1: <laughs> it's your time uh, yeah <laughs> i got a question are those all those all sound like very whispery like the the guy searching calmly for metal the the guy picking locks very quietly in his little room are those uh very soothing voices also maybe there's it's a little not- asmr in there
0: It's not really ASMR, but there's definitely not a lot of talking. Um, For example, I'm also watching people who rent. um, (laughs) How do you call it? Uh, (laughs) Sorry. uh, Start to claim. Like they can go to the forest, and then they it's like a place where you can like officially start looking for gold. Um, Gold mine. Yeah, gold mining. And they just like sell, okay, I have this 100 square meter place where I'm officially allowed to look for gold. Oh. And there's like people who just like, there's a guy on YouTube who just like, he, he doesn't speak at all, like almost nothing. And it's just him like camping, making coffee, looking for gold and repeat for like three weeks. It's oh my! Amazing, God. <laughs> and then you can see like he's literally finding gold, so it's interesting to watch. Yeah. He's just like camping outside, and it's like, he doesn't
1: talk to the camera when he like finds gold.
0: Sometimes he's just like do he do some kind of narration over it, so yeah. he's not saying like "Oh, look at that gold." No, he's not saying that. But it's he's more not like, a leprechaun. It's more like, you know, when I sit here in the dark <laughs> and I look at the stars, I say to myself tomorrow will be a good day to find
1: gold oh <laughs> you can that's really actually feel a, it that's a great philosophy actually
0: yeah it's uh he makes a living out of it um yeah i have a lot of <sighs> these <laughs>
1: you know i feel like those all those videos um they all have, like, a very, not necessarily a simple task, but, like, a very simple objective. I was like, okay, find gold. Like, go there, search for gold. Go there, search for bullet. Like, find a bullet. Go there, uh, pick lock and open lock. So Like, sometimes it's nice to have a, like, a simple objective where you don't have to, like, spin Intricate shit around where it's mm-hmm. just like, all right. Once I opened this lock, it's the task is done and yes. it's success. Exactly, there's something about it.
0: Oh yeah, like especially the lock lock picking one is really the perfect it's example. Like, there's click. literally <laughs> something closed. <Yeah. laughs> then once it's open, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do anymore. Um, and I think you you told me about that documentary about the sushi thing, like. Uh, Dreaming of sushi.
1: Jiro dreams of sushi.
0: Yes. And I think in that documentary, I didn't watch the full thing, but he said like there's (gasps) something magical about that simple, the same task every day, but in everything that you do, you put your full energy and passion into it. Uh, Even if at the end of the day, it's just like cutting fish and making sushi out of it. Um, But you probably have this kind of same satisfaction that you start your day, you know what you have to do, and in the end, then you just close the store, clean everything, and that's it for the day. And you did your job. and yeah. um, It's done for the day. It's done for the day. Ah, ah, we don't have jobs like that. Uh, speaking of...
1: Ooh, Segway.
0: Segway. Very smooth segue,
1: Super smooth, especially when I yell it out, Segway! Segway alert. Segway. (laughs) Um, Pierre's changing the topic,
0: guys. (laughs) So we talked a lot that uh, uh, time wasted on YouTube, computers (laughs) and everything. Computers. Uh, Two days ago, I did uh, something very big that didn't happen (gasps) in a very long time. Masturbation uh it's masturbation (laughs) how did you know
1: i i see it on your bed behind you (laughs) okay it's embarrassing Uh, sorry guys uh
0: no i um i booked myself some time off it's been a year since i uh, booked some holiday uh so it's been a year of working yes and two days ago i finally took a week off that will happen at the end of march and awesome. because I was saying myself, yes, but what are you gonna do, Pierre? You cannot really travel. I don't want to, even I don't even want to travel somewhere if it's allowed, where I have to pay constant attention to quarantine tests, seeing people with with masks and everything. And then my roommate told me about one of his friends who did a burn like completely burnout at work, mm. and he rent an hotel room for a week and left all of his like phone laptop all screens related out and he just like spent a week in a hotel room like reading books going for walks and everything and that gave me an idea where I'm not going to book an hotel room in a city because that's not where I want to be so I'm booking like a full like a wooden house in the countryside of Belgium in the middle of the forest and I'm not taking anything with me. Probably I'm taking just a dumb phone just in case of emergency, but like with no Wi-Fi, no anything. Yeah. So no laptop, no screen, just taking some books with me and it's going to be a full week alone in a cabin in the woods with a fireplace in it. Oh, that's great. And I think that's given the current circumstances and the covid thing that's exactly how i want to spend a week of work
1: <laughs> ah perfect first of all congrats on booking your first holidays it's awesome and it's weird that in belgium you have to work for a year to be <laughs> able to like take holidays yeah, it's uh, a very dumb rule yes yeah. but uh that sounds like an amazing holiday do you already know like what kind of books you want to take
0: not yet, no. Oh. Um, don't
1: plan too much. I'm just uh, like, don't get stressed out by me asking those weird questions. I already <laughs> want to like plan, plan, plan. Uh,
0: I will probably want to uh, do a little bit of journaling as well, just writing some stuff, writing some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Today, nothing happened. I read. <laughs> <laughs> the fire was nice. Well, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> I want a
0: phone. <laughs> um, My expectation uh, are not too high because I don't want to become that kind of... I don't know. Like, you know, when people go into that monk, just say like, oh, uh, I didn't use my phone for a week and now my life is changed or whatever. No, it is not yes. going to happen.
1: I would be exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be one of those annoying people.
0: But... I think it can only do good. (laughs) Like nothing bad can come out of it. And maybe it will be used as some kind of just like a little reset. Like just like refreshing the mind. Like just like I cannot remember the last time that I spent three or four days without a phone or a screen in front of me. Mm. So just for that, just for that sudden cut um, even if I don't maintain it afterwards, um, maybe I will, but maybe not. Let's not put goal that I cannot. Achieve. No. Yeah.
1: Also, it doesn't matter. Like the yeah exactly. One week is but just more than yeah. Just the experience
0: it. itself, I think, will create a positive impact that will last at least for a bit of time. And uh, if I like it, then I can do it again. So I'm really just looking forward, spending time reading, having nice walk. Eating well, like uh, I think I'm going to do like a full uh, huge groceries for a week and then uh, like renting the place that has a nice kitchen and I can just like cooking and uh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Ah, that's awesome. Uh, You know who else does something like that?
0: I hope not someone racist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no, all of them, all of the racists do that. That's actually an exclusively racist thing. Everybody knows. Uh, No, Uh, Bill Gates um, takes like a think week uh, every year where he takes a shit ton of books, uh, takes seven days, goes to a little cabin. I think it's his own cabin. I don't think he has to rent it. (laughs) And uh, takes a bunch of Coke. uh, And by that, I mean the drink.
0: Ah, all right.
1: Yeah, and just uh, reads away. So, you have something in common with Bill Gates?
0: Yes, I don't think at the end of the week I will have the same type of <laughs> ideas th- Bill Gates. Um but hey, who knows? Maybe uh, I will come up with a little uh, technology L- revolution. O- little little
1: OS. <laughs> <laughs> little way of uh, of uh, healing malaria, something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah controlling people's minds with the covid yeah. vaccine
1: yeah computer chips if you have um, the infinite resources then it's I think way easier to come up with ideas <laughs> do you think so oh what yes of course well, I, that's I why didn't... like rich people I mean they can afford it too but they go into like into uh, founding companies and doing shit like that if you are, if you don't have the resources to do any of it you, you your mind is not set on like idea creation but rather surviving the next day
0: uh yeah but i think you can still dreaming you can still have
1: big ideas no yes you can 100% but if it's wishful thinking then it's it might not be energy directed to the right place if you are able to break those big ideas down into, like, little steps, each of them achievable, hard but achievable, mm-hmm. then I'd say, like, you can get it. Like, your goal is not, oh, losing 20 kilos, but your goal is, all right, this month, like, half a kilo off, the month after, one kilo off, the month after that, one kilo off, the month after that, like, that, you know? Yeah, it's a yeah, big yeah, example. So, like, it has to be sort of achievable, and it's only achievable if you have the resources. Like, if you don't have the resources, how are you going to uh, found a company if you do not have, uh, like, credit? Like, the bank is not going to give you any, and you don't have money. No, no, what right are okay. you going to do? That,
0: that, that's the making of the idea. Like, that's the next step. That, I agree, you need money. But I was yeah. just thinking about having the idea like everyone can think about but i i get what you mean is that if your mind is focused on like how can i survive the next month maybe you'll not have the creative juice to think about how can i make my own company or something like that yeah but on the other end sometimes it's thanks to you in a situation where you are not, like, you are, like, uh, in survival mode, you feel like you're suffering, then your when mind comes up with all of these yeah. different ideas to say, like, okay, I need to get out of this, and then you start yeah. being very creative.
1: That's true, too. I guess uh, my theory doesn't apply to every situation. <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought about it a bit more. <laughs> you might be in a pickle, and you might have some ideas to get out of it. That's true, Pierre. <laughs> yeah. You're right.
0: Uh, we can even say that sometimes it's the greatest idea were made by people who were desperate and said like, okay, I have to find something.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the guy that uh, Aaron, a- Aaron Ralston, who was uh, stuck, stuck his arm under a big rock and had to <laughs> just cu- cut off the, the arm. <laughs> Great, idea. <laughs> Great idea. Great idea. That, that, yes. That's how he survives. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs>
0: Did you do? Uh, did you ever do something like this, like the thing that I'm about to do, like going off for a week, uh, like a, a de deconnection week or something like that?
1: No. Um. No. I did something. I'd say that is sort of sim. All right. I can only think of two two times in my life when I was. When i did something similar um one time i went on a cruise with my parents and back then cruise ships did not have internet so like you had to pay two euros for 10 minutes of internet <laughs> so we didn't have internet basically and uh that time i used to read to exercise and eat that's all you do <laughs> like eat this is what you do on a cruise ship um so that was like a full week of where i I got in like some good shape uh physically and also mentally because I was like just inhaling books, yeah, yeah, so that is sort of similar, but that was just because like I mean I didn't choose to not be connected. that must be
0: like amazing holidays where you you take some time off and you are coming back with more energy with like future. Yeah. And, like, all the good thing, like, from
1: just in general, it's the best combo. My dad was a bit pissed because on a cruise ship, like, you pay for the food up front, right? Because it's all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, on a strict diet. My dad was like, what the fuck, man? Like, at home, you eat so much to get fat. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, I paid for the food and you don't eat it. <laughs> I you like, eh, should
0: have uh, reminded him of something called the opportunity cost. Ah. What's already being paid in advance? You should not feel bad if you're not using the thing. It's paid. It's paid. That's it. It's ah. n- nothing wasteful there.
1: Ooh, I like it. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was uh, the first situation, and then the second situation wasn't really a holiday. But when I was, <sighs> I wasn't disconnected. Um, I was disconnected from people. Disconnected. Sorry, not disconnected. Disconnected from people, but not from like my device. But what mm-hmm. I did was when I w- when I finished my job in Paris, I was still one month in Paris, and it was uh, July. Uh, August. It was when July. When everyone
0: August. goes away yeah. of the city.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was August, so there was not a lot of people there, and I went to every museum because I was motivated to do it. So I didn't read, right? Yeah, but I, nice. I, yeah, I looked at paintings and I walked through the whole city. I did like probably like fifteen k a day, just walking, no stress. Um, when I wanted a coffee, I got a coffee, sat down on a bench, and uh, I listened to music. So I did have my device, but I listened Ooh. to music basically yep, the whole yep. time, and I didn't talk to anyone. So that was uh, something similar. Yeah, um, I kinda like that. Yeah, that was that was a good, that was a good time. And then my recent holiday when I went to Italy I had my phone with me and uh, my girlfriend actually complained about how much I spent time on my phone so not really
0: Isn't it crazy we know how bad it is like we know it's not doing any good And yeah, we, thi- and we are so proud when we're not on it
1: Yeah Well what I well it's right it's FOMO right you're afraid to miss out What I noticed recently was I didn't check Facebook for probably like a week yeah, so yeah, yeah. Facebook, Facebook can probably go.
0: Yeah, I'm not checking Facebook as well. Yeah.
1: Like it's so, gone. So, yeah, so Facebook can go. I, I only use it to log into my Spotify account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can probably do that some other way too. Um, <laughs> Technology. <laughs> and uh, Instagram, though, is a problem because I uh, I subscribe to people that post a lot of pretty pictures, man so <laughs> i enjoy looking at those pictures and also instagram is a news source for me i i i checked like some science stuff i checked some uh, news outlets in germany yeah i can't it's, i i don't use it only for mindlessly looking at images but also mm-hmm. for news gathering did you ever do something like this
0: what completely disconnect
1: yeah no not really um
0: like there is time where i am not have the like i'm not just checking anything online but the problem is this for example instagram or i'm not really even on it but the problem is this like infinite scrolling feature i think this is the worst thing that was ever invented is that yeah. you can just like scroll like there's always something and i think what would be a very cool feature if you could just set a number of things you can look per day like Mm. all right 20 and then it stops you cannot scroll more and then you can say all right it's done
1: Uh, uh you know who does that what big major technology or rather like application company does that i don't know you've used it yeah tinder (laughs) <laughs> you have a limited you have a limited amount of uh, of swiping each day <laughs> unless you, you get pay. the yeah well but, at well, the end the paywall is effective like you don't pay for Tinder do you no yeah I, uh, well the either. thing is
0: even if you pay <laughs> at some point you run out just out of people to match like it's <laughs> just like no one else in your area but then you can set up a new location and then you can start <laughs> matching with people all over the world <laughs> well, there you go <laughs>
1: So they uh do us a favor. Thank you, Tinder. Shout out.
0: Yeah, but they, they cannot do otherwise, right? You will run out of people to match with. Like they're not gonna create fake people, just say, hey, <laughs> look <laughs> at that fake person. Might be a match. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But oh yeah, you're right. I guess Instagram does show you like content where they think that you might like it and then you get hooked on that shit too. Yeah.
0: I quickly wanted to go back to a point that I mentioned. I know this is not usually (laughs) how you do conversation. (laughs) Go for it. uh, Because I thought about it not too long ago. It was when I mentioned the term opportunity cost, Mm -hmm. which is a finance term, which is that it doesn't matter... How much you invested into a project? This should not affect the decision you have to make today. Mm-hmm. And that's such a f- that's just a word you hear like in almost just like financial like money related th- stuff. But I think it applies so well in life, and we I forgot a lot about it. Like I think it's so important to try to apply that concept in our life because sometimes we do we do stuff. Just because we did them before and we invested so much in it, and say, like, well, you know, I did, I studied this for four years. I have to do this. If not, it's wasted. But in, in fact, no, it doesn't matter what you did, what you invested your time, effort, energy in it. If this doesn't bring you what you want to do, then it should not be what you base your decision on. Mm. And yeah. sometimes I think I forget about this and I feel like, oh my God, like I invested so much energy in this. I have to keep going. Yeah, And you just have to say, no, it's, it's fine. Um, you can just, if it's not what you want to do, then stop doing it. That doesn't matter. Uh, I had that, for example, during my uh, med school studies where I was struggling. That was not really something that I wanted to do. But I was already there for three years, and I was like, Pierre, you, you've been you've been <laughs> studying for three year med school. You have to keep going, right? Because if not, what? Well, it's been already three years. But the fact is, no, don't want to become a doctor. These studies are clearly not for me. I can just stop it and do something else that I prefer. That doesn't. Uh, in those three <laughs> years, it's just. Bullshit. You might,
1: you might have ended up killing people, man. <laughs> like uh, I don't know about this disease. Yeah, I did a yeah. service for for humanity. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that your way of saying you uh, want to leave your job and uh, be a full-time gold miner? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, I think I would prefer to become a baker YouTuber. Uh, Man,
1: the bakery uh, idea is still open, of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I want to become a big baker. Big baker. <laughs> big b- that would be my uh <laughs>
1: your, your wrestling name.
0: <laughs> big yeah, or rapper name.
1: <laughs> big
0: baker. <laughs> like uh, I jumped on the ring with big loaf of
1: breads. <laughs> Just like <laughs> He's got the buns. <laughs> baguette smash
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes my only wrestling reference is Hulk Hogan just a little bit dated
1: but Ah, that's fine everybody is still gonna know Um, yeah I think there's another like uh, opportunity cost is the economics term but there is something in finance where you hold on to uh, your your, um, uh, to shares that have been falling in value because you already invested too much in them Mm-hmm. Even though it would be better to just let them go, what is yes. it called? That's all. Is it? It's not called opportunity cost because opportunity cost is the benefit you get from uh, that you miss from not investing in something. Yeah, but th- there's like the other way around. Like you hold on to losers. No,
0: I m- I know what you mean. I don't yeah. remember the term. Yeah, me neither. But that's Fuck exactly
1: it. it. Yes. Good thing we didn't study this for three four years. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. Opportunity cost. <laughs> what? What is that term? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I uh, 100% agree with you. There's no reason why you shouldn't start something new today, if you are into it. Like, there's no reason, except for maybe security. But fuck that. That's not one of those. Like, <laughs> uh, Mav Pav- Mavlov, Marlow. Well, who's the pyramid guy? Uh, Maslow. Maslow. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I pyramid think guy. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I <laughs> Well there's I two pyramid guy there's Ponzi and Maslow.
0: <laughs> one is good, one is bad. One is in jail. <laughs> there's also <laughs>
1: Dude, there's also Cleopatra.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everything can be uh everything is a pyramid. You can just uh, symbolize everything with a pyramid. Start all your PowerPoint presentation with a nice pyramid uh representation Yeah, you will always ace have it.
1: Always will. <laughs> uh yeah. I wasn't sure if I, I have a little I have another <laughs> PowerPoint story, but I can't share it because it's work-related. Uh so I might share it with you afterwards. Ooh interesting. Uh, let the listener guess. Um
0: I had a question for you. Ooh. Uh
1: I wonder. something that I heard
0: actually on another podcast so I'm not going to say this is an original question (laughs) don't remember where I I listened to it but then I was like hey you know what that's a good question for my friend Cornelius Hmm, that's me so um, I hope this is relatable probably but you once were a kid right Cornelius
1: yeah I'm one of those rare people that was a kid before
0: yeah that's what I thought
1: in my head I still am
0: um, When you were a kid, you used to go to friends' places, I guess. Yes. You were invited. Sometime for a sleepover, sometime not. Just spending an, e- an afternoon.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the question? Yes.
0: Okay. I just yeah. want to make sure like this entire process is checked by you. Th-
1: this happened. Uh-oh.
0: Was there something <laughs> when you were at a friend's place that a weird habit that the family had there ah. and that you thought about it were like, you know what? This is strange. We don't have that at, at our place. And I'm going to expand the question. It can be something that you found weird. It can be something that you found not good, but it can be also something that you were a bit envious. So like, ooh, I wish that we had that at our place.
1: I have two examples nice. come to my head but do you want to like tell me yours first or should i tell mine first uh, i'm interested in yours i will tell uh, i will tell you mine after that all right i have a positive and a negative one and i'm going to start with the negative because it's quicker um i used to go to a friend's place and um you have to imagine it's like paradise for a kid like they had a basement Uh, With like all carpet laid out, a lot of pillows, uh, big TV, um, like Nerf guns, you know, football football inside. You know, you could just, crazy rich people, (laughs) like you could do crazy shit there. So that was awesome. But my friend used to fight with his mother all the time and loudly. Like yelling, screaming, even when I was there. Holy shit! Super bad. Hated it. I was always there. I was just like standing somewhere. I was like, just have to wait until <laughs> it's over. Okay. Oh, cool. Oh. So that was uh, that was super weird. Um, Did you tell uh, your parents after that when you would yeah. come home? Like, to like, I would be freaked out, man. I would be traumatized. I would oh. be like, Mom, they're fighting all the time. I don't know. Like, what's it gonna? Like now interestingly enough they have a great connection those two like the mother and the son great connection Mm. like now they do everything together i'm like what the fuck happened like what (laughs) happened in between how was this kid like so (laughs) like apparently so annoying to his mom and now not anymore so uh so that was weird because in my house like uh, with my parents not a lot of yelling like when Mm -hmm. you fucked up you knew because my mom would like take us aside and just like be like explain why it was bad what we did. That's
0: good parenting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a negative example. So I did not miss that at my place. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> so nice. It's quiet." But then I have a positive example uh that I liked at other places and it's quite the opposite of being quiet actually. Yeah. Uh, there's a little theme here. So once I hated the noise and now I'm going to love the noise. At my family's dinner table, we f- we would be four boys. And like, if you didn't eat, like if you weren't quick, uh, the food would be gone. Like everyone <laughs> was like a fucking <laughs> hyena and just eat, 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 eat. Right. Wait,
0: just before you continue, I'm going to, yeah. in my head the image that I have right now is you with all your siblings and your parents at the table and a huge steak piece of meat. (laughs) (laughs) And you all have, like you're biting (laughs) each end of it. That's (laughs) how it was. (laughs) That's how it was.
1: And, um, you know, so we would all be super quiet when eating because we were all busy, like getting our cut. We were all like, oh shit, where are we? Yeah. So at our dinner table, there's not a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my dad doesn't talk much during dinner. My mom sometimes like tries and ask, asks questions, but my brothers don't go into it. I'm now like, I thought about this scenario and reflected on it so much that now I'm trying to keep up a conversation when my mom starts it, but it's quiet at our dinner table. I love kind of like loud dinner tables where like everybody's sharing and uh, jokes are being made and uh, you joke about inappropriate stuff and you eat a lot and like you eat like you at one point when even though my brothers and I we fought over the food my mom would be like all right if you don't share equally there's going to be trouble so if you took like another like a refill like another spoon there there would be a comment like watch (laughs) look for look out for your brothers right like they didn't have as much as you did the first plate like check yourself
0: i imagine seeing you frozen mid-air with a a spoonful of mashed (laughs) potatoes just
1: Just like dripping down yeah (laughs) that's exactly how it was and you know you get super pissed off and now i mean you've been to my parents place when they cook now my parents completely overdo it when there's like when people are over there's too much food so no one can complain ever but back then obviously it wasn't like that every day so we had to like share and there would always be a comment but I went to this other f- family uh, when I was around like 13, 14, 15 I had a friend and um, at their family table there would be laughter they would talk during dinner um, like everybody would like, give you more food. So, I, like, okay, it has to go. Eat it. Eat it all. And I was like, oh, yes. Fuck yeah. I was in heaven just eating a lot. Um. And this I loved. And I always remember. I'm going to, like, I'm always going to remember this one joke. At my, at my parents' place, there's not going to be a lot of, like, inappropriate jokes. But, like, when you stand up from the dinner table, you have to tell uh, my parents what you're going to, like why are you going? Why are you leaving? So if you had to go use the restroom, you'd be like, I'm going to use the restroom. And my parents would be like, all right, like they now know, like you can't just stand up and leave and do your own thing, but you have to tell them. So I had the habit of always telling (laughs) at like even at friends' places, if I had to get up, I was like, I have to use the restroom. So at that family's place, I (laughs) was we we were eating and i was just like all right i gotta use the restroom and like my friend's sister was just like all right have fun bring me some (laughs) like a super simple joke
0: i was i
1: was i was so stunned shocked (laughs) and like laughing my ass off at the same time because i was like Oh my, you can joke about inappropriate stuff during dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to tell people when you use the restroom what is happening. <laughs> so uh, this was, this is certainly like something I, I I loved. So as you can tell, I spent a lot of time there. I really enjoyed it.
0: Nice. Are you still in contact? Still in no, touch?
1: Not at all. No. Gone yeah oh well, thanks for the
0: memory says <laughs> <stay>.
1: <laughs> thanks for bringing me down now i should talk Shit. to him
0: <laughs> well sometimes i think those kind of uh, friendship from childhood are better left untouched because you don't know how people like people change and sometimes <laughs> you want to reconnect very badly because but this was such a good friend but then you see each other again. You're like, ah, actually, we are not so similar anymore, and not so close. Ugh, I wish yeah. I didn't. <laughs> wish we didn't <laughs> met.
1: Yeah, he uh, he turned out to be a Nazi. Ah! <laughs> and his sister too. Uh, hilarious Nazi, though.
0: <laughs> you don't yep. see them too often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I try to stay away actually. <laughs> What about you? I have
0: a couple. Uh, I will start with the weird habit, um, which is something probably the weirdest thing. It doesn't sound much, but as a kid, that was always like surprising. I had a friend who lived very uh, close by. Um, He might listen to that podcast, but uh, I'm sure he will not. uh, I will not. He will not mind uh, sharing uh, weirdness of his family.
1: Well, we'll see about that.
0: Oops. Um, We used to play... We had like a little computer room. He had a little computer room. Yeah. A tiny room, like with just two computers inside and the door could be shut and there was like a very small window. And you know, when you're like 10 or 12, that's the only thing we were doing, like playing computer games. Of course. And his dad was... This kind of very strict, but like man who was like worrying a lot, lot about little things that you would not think it's very worrying. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, and I guess even when I was not there, he had one mission, was that to be sure that his son was hydrated. So every Thirty thirty five 35 minutes, (laughs) we would see the door open, (laughs) his head coming in the room and say like, did you drink? (laughs) And it was always formulated as a question, not like you should drink. No, no, it was always like, did you drink? (laughs) So we had like this super tall glass of water that he would just refill. And we would drink the whole thing and then like one hour later he will show
1: like did you drink (laughs) (laughs) so strange (laughs) i'm I'm sorry for the people that cannot see pierre miming this out it's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that was
0: i think a very weird habit that man was extremely strange uh one was time
1: he ha- was he hydrated <laughs> he was super
0: hydrated uh it's one he time he like they installed at their house like new what what's the english term for like the the thing just under the window like um you know the resting
1: like thing oh. yeah it's just like a rest this
0: f- flat surface yeah under like the a- window
1: a window rest, I'm going to call it. <laughs> the window rest- rester, of course.
0: Um, yes. They had new ones. Marble, whatever. And ooh, I noticed I- them. And I said, "Like you know what, Pierre? You're a nice kid. You're going to say, this look very nice. <laughs> so what I did is I used my right hand. I did a little... Knock? <laughs> <laughs> a little swish on on it. I said, like, ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I turned over to my friend who was white. (laughs) Just like so scared. And he told me like, don't tell this to my dad. (laughs) And he looked like he was going to die. And then what I learned after it, that was like a non-treated one, which means that the grease from the oil from the pores of your finger could enter the stone And leaves very, I don't know, tiny mark? I don't know. (sighs) And I just... (laughs) And apparently the the father was extremely strict about this, like, you do not touch that stone. And the first thing I did entering the hall was like, woo, that's nice.
1: (laughs) First of all, that's adorable. Second, (laughs) was it a permanent state or did they treat the the stone, like, at one N- point.
0: No, no, no. It said you wanted to have that thing. rough look. So, it was, like, common knowledge in the house that, from now on, you do not sit, you do not touch, you don't do anything with them. It's just the way it's gonna look. Forever.
1: Do you not hate unfunctional shit at your place? <laughs> like, it's if worse. I mean, if it's a piece of art, I get it. But if it's something where, like, it's common to put shit on like maybe candles or whatever how can it be so easily breakable yeah exactly why would you want that yeah because of the rugged look (laughs) and
0: the last thing oh my god i'm really really like (laughs) poor family i had great time there but last example (laughs) was i think very similar to what you mentioned about the dinner time was that it was a very quiet family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also where the food was, I think, the most, like, typical... If you looked at a cartoon or a drawing of, like, dinner, that's what was that family was cooking. Like, you <laughs> had... with meatballs. You had... <laughs> Turkey? The carb, <laughs> the vegetables, okay. oh, yeah. and the protein separated like almost like perfectly balanced in the plate. You know, like something green, something yellowish, and something brown, <laughs> and <then> just <laughs> <laughs> arranged differently every day. And you know, like very like boiled vegetables, like extremely boring food. That I would not like in that family. It would be very like Italian inspired and and like. Something that always surprised me is like my dad always like for any occasion just like open a wine bottle and then we we are very we talk a lot, we make a lot of jokes and there was like very silent uh, mm. on a special occasion, the dad would open a beer bottle uh, <laughs> that's not water, but you know the type of beer like it's called like table beer, which is I think one point five percent just
1: <laughs> oh, what a nerd.
0: yeah exactly (laughs) and i remember like just saying like oh my god (laughs) nothing is happening
1: (laughs) Uh, and uh it it has a name it's called kombucha
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh there's alcohol in the kombucha oh yes it's fermented yeah it's
1: fermented so there's like the i think it's below one percent sometimes it might be one percent also depends if you do it yourself and if you buy it in the store i think if you buy it in like one of those big supermarkets usually it's not allowed to have alcohol in it so they might like take it out i'm not sure
0: and then uh, to end this anecdote on a positive aspect i had another friend where they had the candy pantry
1: like, mm, yes, like a
0: part of the house, like, like, a, yep. in the kitchen, like, a pantry dedicated, which had like was always full ah. of all the shits, like, the thing that you could not have at your place, and, and like, was, like
1: the, the branded stuff, too. Yeah, it was the like the good shit. stuff. Oh, yes,
0: <laughs> like, d- you have five packs of twigs, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why? This is like a vending machine where everything, it's free. <laughs>
1: like you fucking drink Nesquik and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually, now that you mentioned it, I had a friend like that too. And uh, for him, it wouldn't be special anymore. He wouldn't eat it. And he was like, guys, go to town. And like, like we went there after school and my friend and friends and I, we would just like rah, 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 eat it all. Oh, the best. And usually th- these people would have a TV in their room. It
0: just mm. go hand in end. Like yeah. this is the type of usually single kid Mm-hmm. which has like the pantry full with candies That's and it has was a tv <laughs> with a ps2 in their yep.
1: room <laughs> yep all true and they have sometimes like they have some cool arrangement at their room like in their uh, in in my friend's room who had like the same uh, ca- candy pantry thing um well, he had like a little mezzanine in his room where oh, he yes. slept so he had like his own fucking like uh cave and i was like <laughs> Everybody was like, what the fuck? And he had a hammock hanging from the mezzanine. Ah, uh, like, the, the win- hammock. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were just like, this is so fucking awesome. <laughs> Why can't I have it? And then my parents usually <laughs> reminded me, well, you have three brothers. If you get it, they get it too. <laughs> <laughs> and times four, this is very expensive.
0: <laughs> you were living in a communism era, at ah, your-
1: fuck the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. The, the the candy pantry with the branded foods. That's that's a good one.
0: So my friend Cornelius, we are already at the the, the one hour time mark. Already? Yes. Fuck's sake. Time
1: flies. Let me check if I have oh, one quick thing. One okay. very quick thing. Um you liked a movie recommendation of me recently. It's not Promising Young Woman, but it's Midsommar. Yes. The director that did Midsommar is going to do a new movie, which I think has the title Disappointment Boulevard. Don't know. Uh, but that's the director. Yeah, the director's going to make a new movie. It's going to be 824 produced. Okay. And it's going to star Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Okay, how I'm, I'm how, how <laughs> intense do you think that movie is gonna be? Is it gonna be the most intense shit you've ever seen? <laughs> like Joker was made by the Hangover guy. Like if if Joaquin Phoenix brings in the, the tension in that movie, like what is gonna imagine Joaquin Phoenix as the Midsummer girl?
0: Insane and and it has the word disappointment in already in the title. Oh so, shit! E- emotion will go low. Oh, very no.
1: low oh no extremely low he might kill himself like on camera <laughs> just for uh, <laughs> just for method <laughs> oh my god
0: i just yeah just looking i can just imagine his eyes right now just like oh. pure pure desperation oh, pure yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: sadness ay, 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 ay. oh wow! we'll yeah.
0: have to watch that movie together oh ah, i'm so hands. for it yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> old hands yeah
0: um I had a super quick movie thoughts because I rewatch a movie that we watched together movie that I saw 10 times already. Mm -hmm. But yesterday I had a new thought about it that I didn't have before because I love that movie so much that I have new thoughts about it all the time. It's called, it's from movie director, uh, John Carpenter, the thing Mm. (laughs) from 1987 horror, horror ish movie, quite graphical, but, uh, pure delight with our friend Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um, and there is a scene you probably, probably remember where there's a guy who seems to be not feeling very well. And at some point, he just like lay down on the table. And of course, it's a movie with alien and stuff like this. And so, of course, the alien inside him. And so people think he has a heart attack and so they take the defibrillator and as when he's about to put the defibrillator on him, the hands go through the body yep. and there's actually a mouth opening in the belly with like thieves and stuff and that just like rips the, the arms of the guy performing the ah, CPR defibrillator fuck scene. sake, man. So that scene is extremely impactful,
1: of yep. course. I remember
0: it well but then I thought okay it's already genius but then I thought more about it during after that and I said like this is actually extremely genius like this is the smartest scene <laughs> because that movie is very similar to another one which is alien you know a yeah. bunch of mm-hmm. people isolated there's one alien taking down the crew like one by one yeah at some point in alien, You have someone feeling unwell that lay down on the table, and what will happen is the famous chest burst. The alien just come outside of the guy. So everyone watching, I don't know, seven, eight years later, the thing, find all of those similar elements. You know, you have even the flamethrower thing that is used to, like, uh, fight the alien. Yeah. So, it's all similar. So, of course, when you see that people at some point, that guy at some point feeling unwell, laying down on the table, in your head, you think, oh, the alien is going coming out of him. So, your mind is already prepared for something like this. Yeah. The genius is that it's not coming out. It's the guy (laughs) going in. Ah. and then for half of your second your brain is completely frozen because you're like oh I was sure the alien is going to come out of the guy but instead it's his full body opening (laughs) up and eating out the arms of that poor doctor and I thought like if you watch that movie at the theater that's such a great way to completely go to the opposite direction while sting being inspired by one of the most famous horror movies of all time. And that I think was like pure genie, like genius, uh,
1: genius stuff <laughs> in filmmaking. It's, it's quite literally going the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nice thought. Yeah. That's a good thought, man. Yeah. How much do you uh, think about that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I try Once not to year. think about <laughs> it too much. <laughs> 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 the blood scene with the with the fire. Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah it's
0: uh it's awesome, awesome movie. <sighs> okay. So many things.
1: Yeah. And on that note, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, maybe this time we will not run up until uh, one hour and uh, and twenty minutes or so. No. But just let, let's keep it short and and packed full of good good stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, sometimes episodes can be eight minutes uh, shorter than they usually are.
0: Yeah, don't complain. It's free.
1: Yeah, exactly. We had we hit the hour mark. Spotify is paying us. We're good.
0: <laughs> yes. Did you receive the big check? That oh, that check! <laughs> so much money.
1: <laughs> Who would have thought that podcast, like making money with podcasts, is so easy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it prints money.
1: <laughs> and all those ads we subliminally put in here, like ah n- yes, we're getting paid by the director of the thing to talk about the thing. Like the, the Mister Nacho who created the Nachos pays me to tell talk about Nachos once an episode.
0: And when we'll go video, you can find all of these elements
1: everywhere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just like hmm, time to eat some tasty Nachos. <laughs> hey corn, is that mayonnaise? And mayonnaise behind you? <laughs> yes, Pierre, it is. It is actually Hellman's Vegan Mayonnaise.
0: Bing. <laughs> All right, enough silliness. All right. Cornelius, my friends, it was, as always,
1: a great pleasure. Oh, yes. My pleasure as well. See you next time. Have an, Have a nice day, my friend. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye.